0: And welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 185. I'm your host, Kamran Shushtar, and with me is... James Sillig. Okay, I find it, you know, not funny, but uh, a bit ago, like a couple episodes ago, I was like, hey guys, you know, we're back. We were gone for like three weeks to a month almost. We'll we'll be here for a bit. Like, we're not going to do this again. Like two episodes later we're just like hey guys we're back again one month later uh though i will say you know all for real reasons of course yeah. um uh to sum it up briefly i'll just say really fast my grandfather passed away so there was a lot of uh time of just dealing with all that kind of thing uh and then right afterwards uh, i had to go to a bachelor party yeah you were telling travel me across the, the country
1: bachelor party was like the day after the funeral and i was like
0: Oh my God, that yeah, so, sounds emotionally exhausting. It, w- it was. And I was gone for almost two weeks uh, just because while well, I was all the way across the country and I'm like, if I'm going to be out here, I might as well like do some other things, see some other people too. So I went to like Florida as well, to Orlando uh, and whatnot. But yeah, basically it was like a whole month again of just being gone. And because of that, we delayed, or I delayed the episode 184 where we talk about Spy Family and Mob Psycho which we recorded before all that. So the episode we put out last week that was recorded like a month ago and I just held on to it because I was just like, if I put it out now, like it was already like I wasn't putting it out right the week it was being recorded. Like I was busy with everything else going on. Uh, so I was just like, ah, do I want to put it out in the middle of everything else? No, I'll just wait till we're about to come back. And the week before we come back, I'll put that episode out. That way it's not like just one episode in the middle and then nothing again for like another week or two. And then here we are again. But, uh, yeah, now we're here again. Yeah. And <laughs> after all that, uh, it's, yeah, it's been like a month pretty much. How are you doing, man? How's everything going for you?
1: Pretty good. Uh, kind of same as usual at work. So, just keeping busy.
0: Cool, cool. Trying all to right.
1: get back to, like, a more uh, regular gym schedule because I was kind of off for, like, a few weeks. Just because I just wasn't having time and it's been so hard to get back to, like, consistently.
0: Yeah, my gym membership expired. So, I have to actually, like, make a new routine for myself for home. Right. Uh, which will be a lot of cardio and maybe hit workouts and some other stuff just because I don't have access to all the weights I normally would to just get bulk up and everything else. So, I'm like, yeah. all right. Just see what I can do with the uh, two 40 pound dumbbells and whatnot. But yeah. Uh, this week uh, for 185, we're going to do the HBO show, The Last of Us. The Last of Us, not The Last of Us. It is The Last of Us. I just want to say yeah. that. Uh, we're doing that. And then if we have time, we'll talk about the Super Mario Bros. movie, which we just saw today. Today is also Easter, by the way. And we totally, f- I, I forgot when you invited me, you're like, hey, we're going to go watch uh, Super Mario Bros. at the theater. Yeah. And it's the, the afternoon on Easter. So we get there. I totally forgot it was Easter, too. <laughs> we, we get there. And we're like, I think maybe one of two groups of just adults. And everyone else is just parents bringing their kids. So I'm like right yeah. all the adults would come at night to watch this not during the daytime so here's also the like kids. as we were going
1: into the stone's down parking lot we saw that it was like basically empty we we're like oh huh, i wonder why yeah the mall's <laughs> closed like, oh, for the mall's closed right but it's just the theaters, theater's aren't open. religious
0: so they're always open yep. yeah yeah uh, especially you I know mean, it's like the whole thing you know you're jewish you go on a christmas to eat some chinese food and go watch a movie probably uh, it's a funny stereotype but it's kind of true <laughs> it is it's straight it's funny because it's, a stereotype it's one of the few you... places it's actually open on that day yeah that's yeah, it's pretty much the reason why, and it's a yeah. whole thing where, it's a for us, I think it's a self-fulfilling stereotype, because you go like, oh man, I want to go out for Christmas and I am Jewish, oh, what, what's the thing, we always go out and get Chinese food? You know, I can do some Chinese food right now, and then you yeah. go and just do Chinese food, so it's like a, you just make it happen to yourself because you heard about it uh, from just like everywhere, but uh, yeah, so Last of Us, Super Mario Bros. News-wise, uh, we'll just get into right now, uh, we, we have a few things, first, you know, it's sad. But literally around the same time of my own personal loss, Lance Reddick also passed away, which was really Man, sad. That um, hit me real hard. Like,
1: because I was at work, I literally saw, I was like scrolling through Twitter because I had like a few minutes for a break. And I saw like IGN's post, like Lance Reddick from his birth year to 2023. And I literally was like, oh, no, what? Like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, you don't really notice. It's so sudden. Yeah. yeah, I think it's, like, that's the reason why it hit so hard, because it's, like, he looks, like, so fit, and you're just, like,
0: how? Like, what? And, and it, yeah. it was, right, like, right after, for, the, like, the next couple weeks, we're getting all this Zavala dialogue from, you know, the character he plays in yeah. Destiny 2. I just saw John Wick 4, like, last week, which he's also in. Yeah. Uh So, you know, it's it's weird just being, like, oh, yeah, hey, Lance Reddickson, and all this stuff, and all of a sudden, yeah, now he's gone, and it's weird uh to just kind of have that happen in the middle of him being so present in media at the same yeah. time i mean one uh, of the nicest things i guess is like the
1: destiny community really came together around it and were like literally doing vigils around zavala in the tower because that's the character he he uh, voices and like people looked at his destiny profile and he was literally playing destiny the night before he died like yeah he was a member of the Destiny community, and he loved the community of that game as much as he loved that game itself. And it's just, like, it's kind of sad, but it's kind of cool to see that, like, the video game community can come together and do, like, a nice thing for once, I guess.
0: Yeah. So, that happened, and then... Which, you know, honestly sucks, but... Yeah. uh, The other thing being E3 has been canceled, which dang okay uh yeah, it's, it's like e3's like, back no i didn't expect it but i kind of did <laughs> yeah because you know they're coming back and we're like well what are they gonna do because all the big hitters aren't gonna be there and yeah. then i think they realized that too and they're just like it's pretty much every it's not that they're irrelevant on their own it's just that all the other companies are making them irrelevant by just pulling out making which was the whole point of e3 was like it was the platform for all these big hitters to kind of come out and show their thing but if they're not going to do it there anymore it doesn't really have the purpose it used to and you're not going to really like go there to be like hey i'm going to go play these games and stuff which you know i feel like that's something you could just do at pax so yeah it kind of you know loses its purpose and
1: jeff Keighley has been kind of uh i don't want to say dancing on their grave since, since like it
0: right when it happened jeff he was like hey guys
1: summer game fest yeah but he's kind of <laughs> just like he put out a statement saying that like he told them years ago that they're not evolving in the way that like the industry needs them to and if they don't do anything they're going to be in trouble and they basically just like shut him down and we're just like you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> and look at what's going on now and, and look he's got his compelling. own freaking
0: he made his own rival show and it's doing and, fine <laughs> and it's doing it's also smart because he's not making it as massive so there's not as much to lose and the fact that he cooperates with all these other companies where he's like hey can you give me something i don't need you know i don't need you to give me your whole like roster just give me the next thing you want to show so each company gives him something and now he just populated his show and it's not like a whole week-long thing it's like one main day of showcases and there might be like more um focused things throughout the week of like oh hey here's the unreal 5 tech demo here's um uh what was it like the reveal for like crash bandicoot tony hawk like activision was working with it for a bit uh oh, too yeah. like they're were, they were using that so there's there's something like we went last year to the theater to watch it, it had call of duty it had callisto protocol before you know when it was really hyped up that was a cool experience before we yeah. played it uh <laughs> and among like i think a bunch of other stuff was there too so you know there was always there's always something i think street fighter was there that was like when it was first announced for six.
1: Oh yeah i just keep remembering
0: uh, like the how excited he was to show
1: off Elden ring for like the first time
0: that was yeah i think that was at the game no that was that was at the game awards i think yeah and now you know i think they're doing a physical showcase as well uh, where you can actually go to the Summer Game Fest. I don't know if that's this year or oh, next year. Yeah. Uh, I think he said he's
1: working of, on it. The kind of funny guys we talking about, it. it's, it's something called like Summer Play Days, where it's like it's like an add-on to his uh, summer of gaming show, but it's just like literally a place for the press to come and play some of the demos if there's
0: any available. I think he said there would be, though, like, you know, people could come and see it. Oh, for I, like fans. I think, but I, I'm pretty sure, I feel like he said it's in the works for next year, not this okay. year. I don't know. I, I don't remember, though, so don't. Take what I say with a grain of salt. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye um, on that. I guess, final thing for it, uh, how do you do you care that E3's gone?
1: Like, a little bit, because I, I got the nostalgia of when I was a kid and getting so excited for June, because, like, one, it was, like, basically the end of school, and two, E3 always felt like, it's weird to call it, like, gaming Christmas, because you're not actually getting these games, but it's, like, you get to see the games you might be able to buy eventually. And it's just like, it's a bunch of surprises. And it was really fun and really, really cool. And I looked forward to it every year. But now like all these companies can just do that at any time. And like, especially like Nintendo, every time they announce a Nintendo direct, it's like a cool little experience. It's like a little mini E3. So we don't really need a singular E3 anymore because people kind of just, companies can just make their own event whenever they want now like Ubisoft is the Ubisoft forward and you know EA has EA Play and Microsoft can do its own thing whenever and Sony can do the showcases so I have nostalgia for it so I'm gonna miss it a little bit but I don't think we're, I'm gonna
0: miss it that much I guess okay I'm gonna miss it surely for the fact that it kept everything in the span of a week yeah and it wasn't like over that's fl- fair. It, it was like a crazy week but then that was it Whereas now, you know, we talked about it before, but now every mom and pop, like every Tom, Dick, and Harry is coming out going, Well, now we have a show. And I'm like, Do we have to watch it though? And then you watch it and you go, I wasted my time. <laughs> like yeah. I didn't need to do this. So in like uh, the future
1: games show, and it's just like, what even
0: is this? <laughs> yeah. Some are some are fine, some aren't, but it's just in a in a weird time of just, hey, here's like literally like now instead of one big week of thing. It's like mul- a couple, multiple weeks, two or three weeks, I guess, of just like, here's like a dozen showcases, and they're insane to cover, and it's not worth it for a lot of them. No offense to the games in them, but, you know, oversaturation is oversaturation, and uh, it. I think for us, we, you know, we've done trial and error for it, where we're kind of refining how we're atro- approaching all these different shows, and making it so we don't have to talk about it as much as we would normally would because we've done so many like mini episodes to massive episodes of multiple like episodes in a row of it where it was like I think last year it was like two or three episodes just dedicated to showcases. Uh, whereas this time, you know, we're going to refine more and more and more of just. Do we even need to watch this showcase? Is this important? Is this something we're gonna have games we're even gonna want to play? Because a lot of the times we say we will, and then we never do anyway. Because it's like you know we're already busy with all these other games in life and everything else. So what's the point to it? Um, but yeah, I think E three at least in that sense was really fun. Plus, you expected the the big like you expected the th- big three exclusive publishers, plus like Ubisoft and EA. Yeah and bethesda before it was bought to show up there and you know give everything they got and now everyone's spread out and they'll be like you know you're wondering and no one has any communication like we you know i complained last year xbox is like horrible with communication on it uh and the only one that really has been doing good on its own is nintendo because yeah, they're just like here's a direct here's a direct and you're like okay they, they made it so they'll have something to share when they have something to share but also, they just kind of tell you ahead of time what it's going to be about. They're not like, it's a mystery. And then you're like, oh, boy. And then you find out, oh, it's only this stuff coming out this year. And not all the stuff they announced for, like, the last five years. And they're all yeah missing. I think they,
1: they got burned one too many times of, like, fans being uh, expecting something huge and getting, like, a tiny direct. So now they're just like, don't have, yeah.
0: like, this is what it's going to be. Don't go crazy there. And then you have Sony, uh, just never saying anything. And you're like, is there gonna be a showcase at all, like this year? And you're just like, Mate. maybe, maybe yeah. you get something. I mean, we're gonna get something for Spider Man too, so they have to. Uh, and then like Ubisoft. Yeah, just, Venom already said it. <laughs> Ubisoft will be like, "Here's five That's Assassin's so Creed games," and then you're like, "Why?" <laughs> just tell us about five Assassin's Creed games. That was a really weird show. Okay, whatever yeah.
1: that was, where they were like, "Yeah, there's like a a bunch of Assassin's Creeds happening over the next like ten years." It's like, no, it's too, it's too much.
0: <laughs> so you know, now everyone's just all over the place, like the Wild West, and some are just like n- they don't say anything at all of when something is gonna happen, or some will have something but then not say what's gonna be in it. So then you basically destroy your own expectations because they failed to tell you. And then you have Nintendo and then everyone else just doing their thing. Um, but Summer Game Fest too, but we'll see what happens. Sad for E3 to be gone, but yeah. you know, life, the, the industry evolves and changes. And then uh, finally, a uh, Star Wars celebration was this week. Uh, really fast. You know, the, I guess the main things here were the Indiana Jones, and ahsoka trailers came out and indiana jones looks really good i'm pumped for that
1: indiana jones trailer was shown at star wars celebration
0: a second one yeah they had a second trailer okay uh i saw the trailer okay yeah Yeah, it was at Star. yeah because it's lucasfilm it's like lucasfilm celebration they do like oh i guess like last year last year they had like willow stuff there too um but i just i love
1: the idea of like they they're bringing back nazis that are trying to find like a time traveling device to fix like the
0: how the world war ii ended yeah <laughs> good old you can always count on I, i'm just it's funny that they brought back nazis and they're like oh it's Matt yeah. mickelson like it's it, gonna be God,
1: it felt so weird and like i mean is i kind of warmed up to the crystal school eventually but it it, it was weird that it's like it's russians now
0: <laughs> oh and it made sense for the Crystal time, Skull. Though. yeah mm, i see what you mean no i definitely get that uh i think too like uh what was it the movie? so yeah you had those two that trailer you had ahsoka's trailer which is really cool it's basically like live action rebels more or that, less honestly
1: that's probably the thing i'm most looking forward to because the way rebels ended was so like they set up such a cool storyline and just like the show got canceled or whatever so i would i really want to see them like progress that story and yeah seeing like live action hera live action chopper and yeah just ahsoka i am so excited for Mm, okay i love how people are freaking out about the one dude with the orange lightsaber because it's like no there's only ever been one person with one of those
0: and then here's the there was the the crazy because you know how they keep announcing all these star wars movies and mm-hmm. then canceling all these Star Wars movies, yeah. And pretty much Star Wars movies. Like when you like when you not hear not a Star Wars, Star Wars movie is going to come, it's basically it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a joke at this point because you don't you're like, is this actually even going to show up? Like so many have been cut high and dry. Like pretty much you look at Disney Plus as the Star Wars platform, movies is a uh, a pipe dream at this point. And mm-hmm. they announced three more after canceling some others, but uh, we're just going to talk about the ones that were announced. One being. Uh, a kind of like the crossover movie i guess from Feloni and I think Favro and it's basically going to like be between Force Awakens and Return of the Jedi like before Force Awakens after Return of the Jedi it's the Mandal- it's going to be like it sounds like a crossover of like Mandalorian B- but book above Fett Ahsoka New Republic stuff and it'll probably have like all those characters in it and have something crazy go on I'm what i'm thinking is it's probably going to be like the finale To all this stuff happening like you know at a certain point all these things have to end so i think this will kind of be like the the wrap-up of that era of star wars at least that like portion that they've been working on of just like uh you know those shows and stuff that the first wave of disney plus i guess you could say
1: i don't know why it makes me weird it makes me feel weird that star
0: wars might be getting like phases like marvel I know I mean it's not but I, I wouldn't look at it that way because it's just you know it's a wrap up of just that kind of stuff and I think I mean first phase of just like it's this time in the galaxy whereas now yeah. you know they're thinking of like right they, they started the high republic like... and yeah. in like the books and comics and now they're entering media and games and it's like film and games and whatnot uh and looking at like the sequel trilogy era too uh so yeah, there's I that love an old republic show this one's interesting uh, James Mangold who's the current director of Dial of Destiny the Indiana Jones movie mm-hmm. uh is going to make a movie that's more or less the old republic uh or a prequel to old republic if anything oh uh, interesting it's oh, going to be right. the, the focus the dawn of the, of the jedi. jedi yeah, yeah. dawn so, of the jedi which i'm thinking like does that is that going to have um the three characters from clone wars like the avatar God, of so. the light was, side the dark side that was and, like
1: one of the coolest storylines in that entire show
0: oh yeah so i'm i'm thinking like yo you could totally do that so that's gonna be very interesting and then finally uh it was the third one uh there was one more i'm looking for it really fast uh daisy really returns to the stage and surprises fans oh, with yeah. director Charmin obayat obeyed shinoy sorry I, if i butchered that name uh, and it's going to be a, uh, movie that happens 15 years after Rise of the Skywalker. And huh. Ray is returning in this movie as a Jedi master as she builds a new Jedi order. And I'm assuming maybe they'll have like a young Grogu, uh, an older Grogu in there to be like, oh, you know, you need, uh, people to teach or whatever. Well, that'd be interesting. So none of these films have release dates and that one I already don't really... <laughs> I'm not looking forward to. Yeah, it's like, really weird. those just, sound cool? I was not expecting to see Ray back ever again. I don't know why. I mean, it's... She... You know, it wasn't her that... The one that severed ties, I think, was John Boyega. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah. screwed over his character. They screwed over him and his character. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean,
1: he was, like, the most wasted character in that entire trilogy.
0: Yeah. So, it's just a whole... <sighs> the sequel portion of Star Wars is such a... I just don't... It's the... Um, it's like Chernobyl. You just don't cross into that area. It's irradiated... <laughs> it's full of like uh, insane online discourse which i will say in the beginning and I, I didn't really add to it but i was always just like yeah the fucking you know eight and nine sucked obviously and yeah. everyone's like no no i like this one and just like okay yeah everyone's gonna have opinions on this shit um it's funny like i i, I kind of liked eight
1: when i first saw it but it's like the more i looked into it and the more i watched it i was like
0: you know none of this really makes any sense actually I every time I watched it, like I just got like I, I got a bigger frown each time I watched it. And I'm like, oh, this yeah, is, I've never so had an experience like, like that
1: in a movie before. Like I've had the experience of a movie where like you watch it again and you you get more out of it. Yeah, I've never had an experience of a movie where it's like the literally the more I watch it, the worse it gets.
0: Yeah, but all right. uh, That's pretty much what happened with that. Um, But there's other stuff at Celebration, but you guys can look that up on your own. Check it out. Uh, We just wanted to talk about that stuff because it was like only really big announcements for the most part and then uh i'd say now we can just jump into our main discussion which will be the hbo last of a tv show uh that was on like hbo max and hbo channel and whatnot with uh pedro pascal as joel and bella ramsey as ellie I this show this show's pretty funny because (laughs) it's you're just kind of like is this going to be good and it comes out and you watch each episode and you're just kind of like video game adaptations for like shows and movies don't usually do good at all. They're usually pretty bad. And because they try to change
1: too much. Cause people are like, they'll never, no one will ever like a video game as a
0: show. Yeah. They you're thinking, you're hoping you're like at the very least, Maybe in its own way, it'll separate from the the game and do its own thing and do good. And then in a better world, you're like, oh, yo, they did a good job. It was enjoyable. And, you know, best scenario, you're like, hey, they did it. They adapted it. I'm so happy they finally did it. And, you know, for the most part, everything is always trash or, you know, it's okay. And I think the only ones we've really enjoyed so far have been animated. Being like arcane and yeah, castlevania generally. are like the ones that somehow netflix is the one that's doing really well with it uh meanwhile their adaptations for anime are actually god awful thanks can't uh we don't but, want to talk about death note <laughs> oh yeah that's too. and please one piece please be good one piece please uh I about that <laughs> yeah i mean it's looking good yeah uh, so far enough. the so far it looks good. it looks like everyone actually cares they're like they're like we can do this anyway the last of us did something different that I think no one expected it bypassed everything else it's like hey is this you know good on its own like is it different yeah but it's not like different different it's just like there's a couple things here and there but otherwise it's the same and you're like okay well is it bland no oh it is is it a faithful adaptation yes well oh okay so you know is it it's so it's almost as good as the game no it's better than the game yeah story. there, there are some It is somehow scenes... even better than what it's based off of i was telling my Insanely enough that like i i
1: love the game somehow the show might be better
0: yeah i was not expecting them to make this work this well and i will say I got to listen to a lot of why these things were happening the way they were because they had a companion podcast, uh, out that was like hosted by Troy Baker and it had, um, Neil Druckmann and the, the guy that did Chernobyl, they were both on it cause they're the showrunners for this. Uh, so it's them like talking the whole time about each episode, why they did something different. And it was so interesting to find like, Hey, so why'd you guys change this? Well, you know, in the game, there's all this gameplay and, you know, there's a lot more enemies and all this other stuff, but it's not as realistic when you do that in a show and it's not going to work to the audience that way so we changed it in this way. And it's like that makes perfect sense actually. And because of that, because it's a full narrative driven I mean, the game is very narrative driven too but the gameplay is still there and very good. Mm -hmm. Uh, The show somehow just integrates it to a point where everything flows so neatly and all the changes they make are changes for the better and it's even more enjoyable for the sheer fact that this is the same guy that made the game and he goes yeah. hey this didn't work for this and I'm working with you on it and it's kind of something I feel like we've always wanted because normally a lot of the creators the original creators for anything never have a hand in the adaptation that's being created like made for everything else like uh, exhibit a world war z mark brooks uh I mean, max brooks son of uh mel brooks made a crazy zombie novel that's like really cool and like interview style and then brad pitt's like hey can i get the rights to this and then just it, the only thing similar to the book is the name of the title otherwise mm-hmm. it is a completely different thing there's nothing the same in it and it's actually I, I hated it i thought it was an awful movie but uh which people will disagree with but this, they they did everything right, and they did everything better. And I couldn't believe it.
1: Even, like, the changes that they did make, like, um, they they basically replaced the spores that the uh, Cordyceps makes. Yeah. Like, because in the game... Uh, With tentacles, more or less. Yeah, it, like, and somehow... So in the game, there would be sections where you would be... You'd have to put a gas mask on, because th- there'd be spores around, and if you breathe them in, you get infected and it makes sense that in a realistic setting if if this pathogen was not only just like carried up from like zombie bites but also it's like literally airborne we would be pretty much fucked so they replaced it with something that's not quite as believable but possibly cooler and also still based in reality cuz like
0: they they also they talk want the ab- actors faces shown that's they they're like they're like could we get around this somehow but like
1: uh, the uh, so they have the like one it's creepy that the uh infected have these like fungal like mycelium things coming out of their mouths similar like, to the strain yeah it's actually, super creepy looking strain and, and just like super gross but also like they talk about how fungus can communicate over long distances with like chemical signals and shit like that and so the the cordyceps like stuff that's like spreads along the walls and like the ground and stuff like that that's not just for a show like that actually is how the, the zombies communicate over long distances so they show that, like yeah that's how hordes can s- know that there's a survivor like somewhere and just like swarm them and why it's so hard to avoid like these clicker swarms because they literally can like know where you are long before you know where they are and yeah. I that it's like it's maybe less believable but it's like
0: Really cool, like a cool idea, and like, they, they actually say, enough. like, Neil Druckmann was like, when they came up with the whole thing of the vines causing like horde attacks, oh, uh, it's just like, oh my god, I wish I had this for yeah. the game. <laughs> and from what it sounds like, because it's almost all but confirmed that they're, they're gonna do The Last of Us Part yeah. 3, uh, that there is a chance then what if this gets integrated into the last That'd be part so three it's like an evolution of the cordyceps which would be yeah very very interesting yeah. but then i uh, also
1: like that there was like hints to the game or nods to like gameplay elements like when the two clickers first show up in the show and it first off it's like really cool that they had such a hard time killing just two of them because it really made And them those are
0: prosthetics like, That that's
1: practical effects too. yeah those don't and like hell. one they they looked really good they sounded right and they i love that they make them feel like an actual legitimate threat and like why joel and um uh tess were like terrified of running into these things and um i forget what i was uh uh, there was like a reason i was like going into that but uh, i'll I'll let you go
0: okay um yeah oh right sorry the the
1: there's like one moment where joel steps on like broken glass
0: and it alerts the clicker and i was like
1: that's, that's just like in the game you, you gotta avoid the glass like in the game
0: yeah uh yeah. at first i was like did they throw a brick i couldn't remember because you know ellie's like hey asshole and yeah. like throws it at the dude when they're in like pittsburgh dude i laughed so hard when she actually brought out the uh the book of jokes and i was like oh they're doing it they're doing their yeah. stupid jokes she brought the puns and i was like awesome uh, thank you bring in the puns baby uh i guess the way i want to tackle this first is you know there were was it nine episodes and each episode is a part of the journey that you have in the game and some are more well yeah yeah no they are and some of them are longer than others some are like in terms of the game like some parts are very brief compared to others that definitely stretch out more and you know the first one uh, I really, uh, I guess just to specify for the, the, the prologues they do for the first couple episodes, I really, really like those. One being the interview, and it's like, oh, hey, here's these doc- like these scientists talking about how our cordyceps, cordyceps would be if they ever changed. And one's like, you know, we would be destroyed. And everyone's well, just I, like, I just love oh that it God. starts
1: off with, like, so, doctor, like, what are you afraid of? Vir- a viral pandemic? A bacterial pandemic? And he's like, oh, no. I'm more scared of fungus and everyone laughs at him because it's like, uh, you're, you're scared of mushrooms. And it's like, Oh no, let me explain to you why a fungal pandemic would be worse than anything you could imagine. And like literally by the time he's done, like literally the entire audience is just
0: like, Oh, uh, I'm going to go home and hug my kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Hope that never happens. And then like to kind of jumping forward, but like in the next episode, enjoy you, 30 years of life. Well, yeah, you, can. you in, in the next episode when you get the, um, mycologist or whatever who is like it was in like sri Lanka. it was it was somewhere in the pacific islands yeah like where the infection basically like started and they they bring her in to be to show her like what's going on and they're like how do we stop this and she's like bomb the city like that is literally the only thing you can do to try to stop this from getting out is just flatten the city with fire
0: okay, and i'm gonna go the home crazy thing my kids. is the the interesting thing about that, too, was, like, she does a whole, like, autopsy and looks at everything and she's horrified. And this, this is, like, a big general talking to her and he's trying to get a scientific mind to really, like, hey, so what's, what do we, like, how do we overcome this? And, you know, being the military, the military's thing is, like, you know, we'll probably just destroy everything. And they're getting the scientists to find the alternatives. And you see the sheer fear on his face when the voice of reason... The science behind, like, you know, when you're yeah. looking for science to not have you do, like, the blunt order of just destruction. And she says, yeah, bomb it all. Bomb us all. Kill us. You yeah, need to Don't kill let us. anyone leave the city. Uh, including them in like, that room.
1: She's like, do you know who infected her? And like, no. Well, are there anyone else from this, like, flower factory that she was from? Like missing and like yeah there's like six people that are missing and that's when she's like it's out there like it's over you can't if you can't find these people
0: and if they're already infecting other people we're fucked and so you know he, you see the fear on his face when she says that because he's just like we didn't want this to happen so that just these prologues that add into it are amazing on their own. It actually reminds me of The Walking Dead a bit in the very first season, and that was a show that was like kind of doing things differently at first, and it was really, it was really good. And then it turned into shit because yeah. <laughs> they were having just they had going. their they had an identic an identity crisis of are we adapting are we not adapting and they did but they kept changing shit and it wasn't good changes and it was just like if you're gonna do it just adapt it like manga goes to anime because it's just the same thing. It's just you're now making the move on their own uh instead of like changing the plot lines and whatnot. But uh for this, they're just like, yeah, here's uh here's these cool stories. And then you get into the episodes. And the first episode I thought was very amazing for the sheer fact that the average audience member, like the audience viewer, the the person that's hasn't played these games a lot of people haven't played the game and are watching this and they're like hey everyone's saying to watch this show it's really big it's like taking the world by storm oh i really like
1: the sarah character i hope i get to see more of her
0: they don't expect like hey is this girl the main character this young girl and her father is pedro pascal you know it's joel and you're like oh cool dead And you're like, that was literally one of the most heartbreaking things in. in
1: the game. Like that shocked me so hard when I played the game for the first time and somehow it hurt just as much. In the show, if not more, because like we, the most of that episode was just following Sarah and, and you're building up for Sarah. And, and the... you get to see that she, like, how she went to go fix like Joel's watch and she did steal money from his drawer to fix it for him and stuff like that. All things that were mentioned in the game, but you don't get to see because it just, it's like, more fleshed out. Yeah. They yeah.
0: flesh everything out and you're just like, holy, yeah, this is why this works better than the game's story because they're not hindered by gameplay not to say that you know gameplay is bad for a game obviously it's a game that's the point of a game is the gameplay not the story story comes second Mm -hmm. i still prefer story in a game and usually i need both for a game to be good but uh this one's just like yeah it's only story so here you go here's every single like background of what happened that day and you you get to the moment you know she dies and for us we knew it was gonna happen you know we were ready for it but also it was still just like damn they did it like i can't believe it like they they made it so this entire show you're going through it and you know exactly what's gonna happen and it happens each time and my only regret was not watching it with someone who hasn't seen it or played the game before, and I, you know, I feel like it's something where you can still do because, you know, some there, there's going to be a lot of people out there that still haven't watched or played it, so you can still get that satisfaction of just, like, how are they going to react to this? And, you know, even though we knew everything was going to happen, which kind of shows, you know, uh when you're watching something, or you read something and now you're watching it, it doesn't make it trash, or it, it doesn't make it bad because you've already, you have already know what's going to happen, Instead of being taken by shock value, which, you know, can be argued good or bad in terms of what, if it, uh, what would you call it? If it contributes to the quality of something. yeah. Uh, instead, you're focused on everything else. The, the facets of the characters, the way they did everything. And that really is what grades every, like it, that's what grades everything. You're not getting shock factor. You're not getting nostalgia. You're just getting straight story and character development and just good filmmaking for a show yeah and it's in in an era of i guess like so many streaming shows kind of clouding everything up it felt really nice to have something especially a video game adaptation do so well and i'm not saying you know I, there was arguments of being like hey it's the first really good one and everyone's like what do you mean arcane's right there and like yeah people were fi- saying like
1: oh the video game curse is broken it's like
0: I mean, there's been good video game stuff, just maybe but, not live action. Yeah, just not live action. It's all been animated and this is the first time we're finally getting live action done well. And you know, Uncharted actually did good. It yeah. just wasn't great. It wasn't great. And but it, was, it, was, it, was it was fun. Yeah, and it's it's also skippable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the other issue. So this one, on the other hand, you're like, yo, you have to watch this. Dude, I was you, you gotta watch this show. You wanna tell every people episode, go see this. after every episode I was upset?
1: Because I had to wait a whole week to watch the next episode.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because, you you know, of course, there's, like, the little, like, hey, next week on Last of Us. Just like a lot of the other shows always do that. But this one, you kind of, they give you that little snippet. And with that little snippet, you already knew the entire point of the next episode. You're like, I know exactly what's going to happen, how it's going to start, and how it's going to end. Each time. Like, that was not... Uh, difficult to be honest. Like you know, uh the show um we're going to St. Louis instead of Pittsburgh. They just changed the city. Yeah, that go, was interesting. But, okay, so we're gonna did get shift around
1: like some of the places that you go to and like when, but it's like still generally
0: the same story beats. So yeah,
1: it still felt the same.
0: But you get like the brothers again. You get everyone else, and you're expecting that and everything, and. I guess the only thing for me was like, oh, we're going to get everything in that one episode. No, it's going to be broken up into two parts because one is them kind of getting into the city yeah. and everything else. It was interesting
1: others. that they fleshed out the Sam and Henry thing like
0: way more than almost anything else, except for like Bill and, Hen- and Frank. Exactly. So the the show can get away with, you know, to make it longer. They can expand on more characters that you wouldn't normally have gotten to expand on in the game. And just kind of include all of it there. They even did, like, the DLC was a whole portion. That was a mm-hmm. whole episode, was the DLC. And uh, that was also different, too, just uh, to say the least, because they're not, like, going bit. through a mall with, like, at uh, least not in there gathering medicine, like, having looters there and throwing, like, oh, stuff yeah. over there to get uh, clickers to run over and attack them and everything. Uh, there's, like, a... They, they She goes in, for those that don't know, in the game, uh, when Ellie's, like, looking for medicine, when Joel's pretty much, uh, like... Uh, out of commission she goes into a mall and that's what spawns the flashbacks of her and riley in a mall when they first get infected it's a completely different mall but going into one again is like oh i like you know i lost someone before this and i don't want to lose joel like but a lot of the
1: flashback stuff were similar like the going to the halloween store and putting on Mm -hmm. masks and dancing and stuff like
0: that yeah uh the only difference like i said being that she is in like a current mall yeah uh and then reminiscing but uh you know episode one i thought they did a great job of just kind of hey here's his daughter this is what happens uh now here's what the world is like now in this day even in the
1: in the flash in the present day stuff in the 20 years after the infection like they fleshed out tests a little bit more like yeah like in the game when she first shows up she just like has a black eye and it's like yeah one of our guys like exactly they, uh, they give an explanation to everything and you, you get, get to see game. like the scene it's like i love the guy trying to just be like i just need you to promise me that you won't sick joel on it's like what the fuck do you want me to do i just want to go home man <laughs> i
0: love how she's captured but she's in charge more or less mm-hmm. and then like you know everything that happens happens but uh You've got that. You've got the ending, which, you know, reveals that Ellie's infected and immune. Dude, even and... the guy that, like, Joel beat the shit out of, like, they kind of fleshed him out a little for a second. Yeah, for, for a little bit. Yeah, for just, just a little bit more than you would have normally had. But then you get, like, episode two, and it's the whole Death of Tess episode. Like, it's her getting infected, but it's also them getting out of Boston, which was interesting because, you know, the change there being she gets killed by the um, Fedra when they invade versus the the show uh she's infected and the the you know the she basically like vine like like,
1: blows herself up to like to kind of give joel and ellie a way to get away
0: yeah because they're gonna get attacked by the horde which was interesting because that's when they first show the vine uh use of just like hey it's a hive mind if you touch this they're all gonna show up and you see them all sleeping out there and they wake up and you're like oh, well, they're pretty far, right? No, they're, they're Yeah, they can book to... it if they need to. Yeah, they're going to get there very fast. And it's like, oh, that's horrifying. And you see her get the kiss of death, which is also even that was more a weird. horrifying. Uh, they explain it, and it's very interesting well, the way makes they talk sense, about it. But it's but. also just like,
1: oh, it's just like going down on her. Okay, well, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> to, wait. Yeah, that's completely different.
0: No, no, that, right. Yeah, not that. Okay, never Yo mind. Yo, I think I'm watching the wrong last That probably still work, though. You know, it's always like the thing where they have the uh there's always like that meme of there's a porno adaptation of like a a movie or a show and it's always says like oh no i think i downloaded like the wrong oh yeah what like the wrong it movie or something and it's like you see the the picture and you're like oh my god it's hilarious that would yeah that would be the last of us i wonder what the last of us porn name would be whatever i'm not thinking about that i was gonna get into it and i'm not going to right now Uh, (laughs) god uh you know then episode three was th- this is where it changes a lot because in the game they get to bill and frank's frank is dead and you, you're like well, i don't know what happened to him he hung himself somewhere because he got infected or he like blew his brains out i forget yeah dude and... like frank's story is or bill's story is like so much sadder in the game like
1: it's weird because like i guess spoilers bill also dies in the show but at least he got a happy ending in the bit. game, he's just alone. He's, he's yeah. like, angry and alone. And Dude, like, he, the he doesn't die. Bill, the letter that Frank leaves him is just like, I fucking hated you, and I'm glad I'm dead. <laughs> so I don't have to deal with you anymore. <laughs> yeah.
0: Where's the show and the show? John Offerman. Dude, I Freaking was... Freaking Ron Swanson. It's just was, Ron, it's just Ron Swanson again Dude, in I The was, Last of Us. I was
1: absolutely ugly crying by the end of that episode because it's like, you know, you know if your loved one was dying uh, or not even just dying, it was just like slowly falling apart because of like a disease that you literally could not cure. Even if you had the medicine for it, like, or even if the medicine existed, you couldn't get it. Like, so it's just like, how, how do you possibly ask your loved one to stick around when they are just like, I'm literally suffering daily. Like I cannot do this anymore. like, so you get it, like you get that he's like, I need to do this for him, but it's it still hurts so much. And then like the whole thing at the end where he's just like, "Yeah, I put the pills, uh, the pills in the, in the whole wine, so we're both dying." And yeah,
0: Frank's just like, "Well, I don't approve, but I get it." I love that because he says like, you know, my life has been fulfilled. Like you, you made me. Yeah, There's like you, you were my me. purpose. What am I gonna yeah. do without you? It's and very it's just sweet. like, yeah, it's very incredibly sweet, and the. I think it was an interesting episode just because you get that full story of just... And then, they, you know, it, when you really cut... It's like, so what's usefulness? We get there, oh, they're dead. All right, get the car, let's leave. Yeah, they still get That's the right. car and go, but it's... Like, <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Uh, I, I, just, dude, I love how Bella Ramsey read the thing at the end, or the letter that they le- left for Joel. It's like, to to any. It's like, to whoever finds my stuff, but probably Joel, because you're the yeah. only one who knows my codes. And then, like, he ends up, he's like, but, like, I, I always hated you. Ha 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 <laughs> She reads it so
0: <laughs> weird. It's uh,
1: so good, dude. I was so worried that Bella Ramsey
0: wouldn't be, like, a good Ellie, because she doesn't, like, quite She's fantastic, like Ellie.
1: Dude, she was fucking perfect.
0: Yeah. I think the only thing that I found weird in terms of what she said was just buddy boy, when it's uh, James mm-hmm. and... Uh, um holy crap why did i just forget his name it's like the most important name uh, i'll get we'll get back to it but um you you definitely get like that whole feeling of it's not filler but it's just a good story mm-hmm. it's a, it's a well done story that potentially for emmys i'm guaranteeing this is going to episode 3 is going to be nominated for uh one, like one best episode of a drama uh, or something like that uh yeah. you'll s- definitely see that up there i i honestly think probably two episodes will be nominated i don't know which would be the other one because i would say some of them in the second half are so good that it's hard to say like which one it, it could possibly be yeah dude but like
1: the the second part of the two-parter with uh sam and henry sam and henry was like just
0: what the ending unbelievable yeah. i feel like that one or the uh montana episode or i mean not the wyoming episode and then the final episode those three and then episode three i don't know which ones it'll be one of those three they have to like basically condense it we'll we'll get to
1: it but like the cinematography for joel like going through the hospital just like mowing down all the
0: fireflies was like insane yeah um but otherwise you know hands down an, an amazing episode so standalone yeah. and just even though it good, doesn't like progress the main plot of the show, it shows like the you the season. world it yeah. gives you more of the world and mm-hmm. it really does a good job of world building easily um episode four was the start i believe of was that was it episode four yeah episode four was the start yeah, that was of where, uh, st louis
1: yeah that was where like uh joel and ellie like crashed. get there and they're just like kind of trying to find like a safe place, and that's when like Sam and Henry like get the
0: drop on them. Yeah, episode four is very interesting for the fact that they kept in some of the good stuff of like Ellie has one of Bill's play, yeah, that was funny. The playman, I don't know, playboy, what yeah, but it's like no, playboy, pl- no, girl is it playgirl? Would it be called playgirl, I guess, but yeah, it's all yeah, the dudes. Maybe. And she does the whole, like, you know, she does... It's, yeah, it's how do you walk the, like, around with those things?
1: So it's huge!
0: Whoa! You want to see <laughs> Why are the, the pages about? all stuck together? Yeah, <laughs> And exactly. they. That was the great thing about this show, is they took exact full lines, like full conversational lines, not just like a single one-liner, but like yeah. full-on conversations between Joel and Ellie in the game, put it into the show, and it melded so well, and you're kind of waiting for them to say the line a little bit, but it's like, you know, watching Pedro and Bella do it, and you're just like, I think "Wow, that,
1: that might have also been the episode where Ellie starts doing her jokes." And like, I loved that the end of that episode was yeah, because they were in the car, she had time. To yeah, swear. like her telling, I, I love that. It's like, wh- well, why don't you like live with uh, your brother Tommy? It's like it's a long
0: story. It's longer than 29 hours because I think that's what we got. <laughs> I forget she's like I'm not even tired it just does yeah. like a quick like frame change and it's just like her yeah. down and out in the car it was but so like good
1: I just loved at the end of that episode when she tells like one last uh, it was like a diarrhea joke or something to Joel and it's like yeah it runs in your jeans or whatever And it makes him laugh because it's so bad. And it's like, "Yo, that's probably the first time he's actually legitimately laughed in like 20 years. You're starting to see.
0: Yeah, because the whole thing about them is like, you know, he's not trying to get attached. He was a father. And you're piece by piece watching that father reconstruct itself. Like that was the best
1: part of the game for me was seeing that like from in the beginning, Joel like did not care for Ellie. And he was literally just like, you're just a job for me. And I need you to not complicate that job. And by yeah. the end of the game, he's like, "I will literally kill anyone who comes between you, you and me, because I care for you that much." Yeah,
0: I'll literally let the world burn for us. Yeah, uh, to just so so you can breathe, um, which you know we'll get to that soon enough. But uh, you know, episode five is yeah, Sam and Henry. You get their backstory, which is very interesting. It's all about everything's about survival, and you know, episode three kind of shows you there's more to survival. Uh, hence like you know frank is like you know i don't want to just survive i want to live and he that's why he invites people over he has gardens and takes care of things and you know for sam and henry the whole thing is like they're betray is uh, henry betraying uh, i guess like the people there that were being he was taken a down by fedra
1: um not
0: sympathizer but like informant Spy. yeah informant and he does yeah. it because he needs the medication for so when sam the... yeah so which makes absolute sense yeah it's like well shit you survived or survival man like it's what you got to do
1: and so like when the rebels of that city rose up and actually overtook fedra they were like okay we're rounding up all the informants who made our lives miserable because they were literally telling fedra how to like keep us down and they just like are basically rounding them up
0: and killing them all and sam and henry or henry was one of them and the whole thing of it, too, is, like, you know, you don't really get this in the game. The game, it's just, hey, there's people here, and they're just murdering anyone that comes into yeah, the town. Yeah, they didn't
1: even bother with, like, who the bad guys of that town were. It's just like, oh, they're just bad guys. They're, yeah. they're just not your friends.
0: They're don't just, let them kill you. <laughs> they're highway robbers, more or less, that are just going to yeah. basically do horrible things to you. And... In this, it's just like, yeah, we rebelled against Federa. And the whole thing that, I think there there's collectibles in the game that tell you that they also fought against Federa and then they killed Federa. And this yeah. is those people, and it's like only the worst survived. And in this one, it's different because they do have like a still a community aspect. They still care about each other. Um, they're tight knit, but they're still when given the power, they're not that different from Federa because yeah, they just start murdering everybody. There's no trial, there's nothing. Yeah. Dude, and... that
1: scene where they're just like walking through the streets and they're just like beating the shit out of Federer people, like for fun, yeah. Because they're just like, ha, you, you did this This is to what us. you get, yeah. Like, for so long, now you get a taste of it, and it's like, you, you don't want to be better than them, like, you yeah. Don't they, wanna... There's no
0: sense of like justification. Yeah, it's like if
1: you're gonna kill them, you could just give them a quick, easy death, like, but you're enjoying torturing them.
0: Yeah, so that's kind of, I mean, you, you get. That they aren't going to be good, especially for the fact that they do the same thing. They still attack Joel and Ellie on the road, try to kill them, and then, like, try to barter and be like, you know, please let me live. I can help you. I'm a person. Dude, the scene where Joel has to, like, kill the
1: kid who just Ellie stabbed him in the back and he just, like, is poisoned. Not poisoned. He's paralyzed. Yeah. And he's, like, begging for his life. No, she shot him. She shot him in, like, the spine. And it's, like, she didn't kill him. It was a mortal wound. And he's, like, begging for his life. And Joel has to
0: just, like end him <laughs> like yeah within jo- earshot like ellie, ellie? You, you watch ellie just like horrified hearing this yeah, stuff she's
1: just like oh my god i can't believe what have i done like
0: yeah and the, you know the first time she killed was riley and then that was more in self-defense than anything this yeah, was everything also was self-defense been, but
1: but it's different because it's not a uh, infected
0: though yeah it's a real person yeah so it's it's still different for her and and do you know later you, on when joel is like First off, the the scene where they're
1: running from the sniper in the dark, I was like, this is literally almost exactly the encounter from the game. Oh, the old guy? I fucking loved. And yeah, then you get to the the sniper and it's an old guy. And Joel's just like, just put the gun down and leave for 20 minutes and let us go. And he, he can see that the old guy's like thinking about it. And he's just like begging with him, like, please don't. And then it just cuts to outside the house and you hear one more gunshot and like clearly Joel had to take him out. And it's just like, even after all this time, Joel is like begging people like not to make him do these horrible things. And he's just,
0: he does it because he's a survivor. I think he's also de... He's humanizing again because of Ellie. He wasn't like that before. I think like, you know, the whole thing when he sees um, Tess hurt, he's like, I'm gonna go kill everyone. Like, I don't care. It's no issue for me whereas now yeah he's growing a conscience again yeah. and he's feeling feelings again um and you know having sam and henry there too and they don't ab- they don't abandon like in the game you know the game he leaves him, and he's like all right see you bye and he's just like you son of a bitch yeah. um this time you know they stick together a lot more and they also change sam like not like too they, they changed how he is like in the game he's I thought just, it was like,
1: interesting that yeah he was deaf at this one
0: yeah, he's deaf. He's got the little very... I've never seen that before. The The little writing strip where it's yeah. just one paper. You lift it and it's like... um, It's like carbon paper. but like I was going to say like an etching sketch. You know, you uh, just yeah. shake it. But it's like that. When you take it, it erases. And then, yeah, you keep writing it. So the cool thing about it, I guess, it, there's no ink. So you don't have to worry about like yeah, running reusable. out or anything. Yeah, but it, you could tell it has so much wear. And you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. But the... At least with Bill and Frankie you feel that completion where it's like, you know, it sucks, but they lived a life. They're old. Sam and Henry, it's just so sad because it's like Sam's just a little kid. He's younger than Ellie and he's afraid because he knows he's infected and having Ellie trying to help him, but then it doesn't work out. Yeah. And just like in the game, Henry has to shoot him. And that was and an interesting other difference. Himself
1: because in the game you don't know that henry or that sam is infected until it happens but in the show like ellie knows and she's like well maybe this will do something and just i love the shot of like the i I don't know if they did this on purpose but like the reason why well
0: no i think i think you know sam's infected because he like shows it in a cutscene, but ellie doesn't see it
1: uh, well, I think it was in the, in the cut scene, like, she sees him stand, she, like, wakes up in the morning, and he's just, like, standing in the corner, and then she doesn't notice that he's, like, all twitchy until she, like, puts her hand on him and stuff. Oh, uh, okay, but, that's what I was, right. But I love that in the show, like, because he's deaf, he doesn't hear her, like, yeah. guess, tossing and turning in, uh, when she's, like, asleep or whatever, so he doesn't, like, activate, I guess, until she puts her hand on him, because she's literally, she sees him sitting on the edge of the bed, and she's just, like, for a second, like maybe it worked. He seems fine. Is he okay? And then she's like, oh, hey, Sam. And he's like, immediately lunges at her. And then from the the rest, it's like the same as the game. And it's just like, it's interesting. It's like, even though they changed it where
0: you knew it was going to happen for a second, you're like, what if they give you that red wedding feeling because they even trick you during the red wedding in game of Thrones, where there's a second where you see Walter Frey and you're just like, oh my God, they're not actually gonna like, is there a there, there's like a, a brief moment where you're like wait are they actually not gonna do it and then they go no fucking psych oh god rob yeah and then like it's just so sad
1: that like seeing henry kill his brother that like even though he knows he's infected and he was he had to do it he's just like oh my god what have i done like i literally yeah. just killed the only thing that ever even mattered to me in this life and he just immediately kills himself and joel yeah Joel screaming out to like try to stop him, but he can't because he can't quite get there fast enough. Is so heartbreaking. Yeah, it's I just crazy. thought they did that scene perfectly.
0: Yeah, it was really well done. And then you know you you move forward. You know Ellie's still screwed up by all that, and you have episode six where they go. to That was so sad when like they wrote
1: they put uh, had a couple graves for both of them, and she just wrote on uh, Sam's like board thing. I'm sorry, and just leaves it there. It's like, oh, my God.
0: So sad, but, like, yeah. Onward, you know, they they go to Wyoming, and you get the full-on, like, oh, here's how it is here, and it's just, like, it looks very similar to how it looks in the game, which is really awesome. Honestly, it looked closer to how it
1: looks in uh, The Last of Us, Last part, of us two, part Two, where it's, yep. like, almost a town at this point, because in, yes. in the first game, you basically just go to the dam, and it's like, yeah, we got we got power. We're working on it. Oh, no,
0: people are attacking the day. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's a lot more attacks where it's, like, in this. You're like, I don't know if there's that many people that will constantly attack when these two are going around. But, uh, yeah, you get the whole, like, the, the dog sniff thing, which is different, um, which was also very tense. Because you actually weren't, sh- since that wasn't in the game, yeah, you're like, I was, so, I was so scared. That you know they, she'll be fine, yeah. but, like, yeah, you're just like, oh, my God, what's going to happen here? But you get Tommy, which is... Um, diego luna uh yeah not, yeah diego luna gabriel luna and, like Gabriel Luna. Yeah, yeah he's in terminator um genesis uh yeah. he's also the the good ghost writer in the mcu i still have to yeah um like, do i want to watch i don't know um i don't know it's hard to write and then you have i forget the actress's name that plays her um yeah plays, like his wife because I, I, I know her from uh true blood yeah it's tara true blood Mm -hmm. um but she does such a good job of talking to like that they really expand on that and have her talk about that she was a lawyer and because this is why it's so different than st louis st louis is like you know it's lawless they don't believe in law anymore they're just like it's everything is about revenge there whereas or go for it so
1: i love that they're explaining how their community works and it's literally a commune like a communist type thing (laughs) that's ah, so good and, oh my god i was
0: like yeah was probably and, better than
1: real life and like i forget who like i think it was joel was like so you're communist and uh tommy's just like well not, not that kind of communist it's like and then his wife is like no we're literally communists it's a commune <laughs> uh, but she's so a funny. lawyer and yeah. because
0: of that she makes sure that law is re- like is everything is done that way so it it recreates society but with it being a commune, there's no insane political bullshit or anything else. There's a council of people. Yeah, everyone and... is just
1: working for their own personal benefit, which is the benefit of everyone. Yes. they're all
0: trying to survive. Exactly. So there's no, the, there's no sense of greed as much or anything else like that. And ironically enough, in this post-apocalypse, this is like the perfect society mm-hmm. uh, that you kind of wish we have now. Yeah. Uh, and instead we have potholes and bullshit and shitty politics it's you know you guys you guys probably know if you know america you know it's a fucking shit show but um you know rutina wesley that's the actress's name and she plays uh she plays maria that's what it was mm-hmm. um but i got so excited because i'm like i you know i not true blood may not have ended good but i enjoyed this show for a long time and i enjoyed tara so i was kind of happy I, haven't, I feel like i haven't seen her In anything in a long time. Maybe I think she's just been in stuff I never watched. So I was just excited to see her again. I was like, oh shit. Um, And I thought she did such a good job of just making things more fleshed out for Ellie to understand how this, like, how everything is there. And then, like, you know, giving everything about Joel and what he had before. And you get everything you get in the game again with, like, her and Joel kind of going back and forth about, like, you know, I don't want you to leave. I need you. You're who I know. You're all I have to like, you know, I'm not, you're not my daughter and all that stuff. You get all that stuff again, exactly like how it is in the game. Not even not the exact same setting, but the exact same delivery of um, yeah. how that kind of works.
1: And like, even before that whole fight, like I loved his like honest heart to heart with Tommy, where he's just like, I need you to take her to the fireflies. Cause there have been a few times in this journey already where I've almost not made it and yeah. almost got her killed and i froze because i don't ha- i'm old now and it's I foreshadowing don't- he's like i don't have it in me anymore like i need i will not make this journey but you are younger you're stronger you might be able to do it and he's basically like begging his brother to take care of this person that he wants to be safe and he doesn't think he can do it himself yeah and he can't tell that to Ellie because he's like, well, she won't understand. Like, she's a kid. Like, what does, what does she know?
0: Yeah. But she still, you know, finds out and everything else and they go yeah. through it. And instead of him chasing her on a horse this time, he just like stops before they leave. He's like, hey, do you want him? She's like, yeah, get the fuck yeah. out. Let's, let's, like, let's go.
1: He's like, I reckon you have a you have you you have the right to a choice.
0: And she's like, let's go and before he even gets to say anything. <laughs> it's like, all right uh yeah so that was really good and then you know you, you get the the college campus and joel gets stabbed again just like in pretty much more or less just like in I love the game how even
1: those dudes were like somewhat important
0: <laughs> yeah you're just like oh fuck i mean that's what happens in the game too but like you don't hear them sing like you son of a bitch as much like you kill my friend uh which i don't feel bad anyway because he yeah. literally attacked him he attacked him he snuck mm-hmm. up and attacked him and it's like Oh, you know, maybe you shouldn't ambush someone immediately, and you won't die. So, play, you know, fucking, you lost the game of survival ambush attack and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get episode seven, and then that's really the flashbacks of Riley, and you get everything again. And I, I feel like there's not much to say, just because it's it is the DLC, and it's just exactly what happens in the DLC for the flashbacks.
1: Yeah, I think the whole point of that episode was just to show like that Ellie does not
0: take loss well and why yeah. she've like fought so hard to find a way to save Joel. And to know she actually had a bright future in Boston if she had stayed yeah. within everything, which that is was interesting. interesting
1: that the Fedra guy was like, "Listen, you can keep I mean, acting it, it, up and being a shit kid and you'll get a shit job someday or you could try to apply yourself a little bit and get a slightly better job like that."
0: Him and uh Maria knows she's very, very smart. she mm-hmm. isn't highly intelligent. And I also, because they also talk about, I think, in the Last of Us podcast, but just the whole like, hey, in every faction, not everyone's bad. Like, you could tell there's good Federer guys. They're just like, well, that's the best the part of the situation. You see him with his family and everything. Yeah.
1: It, it, like, part two does like, such a great job of you starting you off with like one set of characters and seeing these other set of characters as Which,
0: like, absolutely evil. And then yeah, which we'll refrain characters later. Yeah, and we'll, we'll refrain from talking about like, Yeah, If you guys want to... Like, there is the Last of Us, Part 2 episode we do go through everything, and without spoiling it, because if true, you are watching the show, for, like, a we can spoil time. the game and stuff in this episode, but we won't spoil the game in this specific episode. So, you know, that way you don't get screwed over yeah. and be like, you lose the shock value of what happens in season two of the show that we already know what's going to happen. And are just like... <gasps> but... Uh, you know, episode eight and nine are like the final two. Eight being the, um, that's when you get. Uh, I can't believe I forgot his freaking name. I'm so annoyed. Uh, oh, the was David. Yeah, that's what it was. So David and James played by Troy Baker, which was hilarious. That was, Troy dude, Baker was I love
1: David. how like almost all the uh, main characters from the original series or the games showed up in the show. Like the the guy who is uh, Kathleen's secondhand man was the guy the voice actor for tommy
0: yes that was yeah that was tommy he was like the military guy yeah you had tommy you had uh joel's voice actor as james yeah. you had uh ashley johnson who plays uh ellie is yeah. ellie's mom that was and so you funny. have laura bailey who plays abby in C- in uh, last of us part two which i don't say anything about her i just say there's a girl named abby and she is one of the nurses <laughs> That's so bizarre. But, the, yeah. the, for, I'm not saying who she is, but it's very. Let's just say it's very insane. Of it's funny that she's specific in that situation. Room. Yeah, in that specific room. Oh my god, I can't believe they did that. That was just. Oh my god, they they really did that. That was so good. I love her picture. It's just her. Like his, he's dead on the ground. She's like, yeah. I love it. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) um but yeah you 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 get a flesh out of the flesh no pun intended uh you get fleshed out community of the ski resort and all the people there who are cannibals and it's very funny to know it's interesting that that all of them don't know that they're cannibals yeah and like in the game i just kind of assumed that they were all in on it but like in the show, it's like
1: no like the basically their leader is just doing this to keep them all alive and
0: not telling them because he's like well they wouldn't want to know but they want to live and the cool thing about this too, just to, real fast, St. Louis and like St. Lu- in the game it's Pittsburgh, in the, sh- in the um, show it's St. Louis, but St. Louis and the ski resort here flesh out, and I think it's in Colorado, but it fleshes out the um, community of these places, whereas in the game you only have these giant burly dudes that are like giant thug guys they are like, I'm going to kill you and stuff, and you're just like, oh my God, and in this it's like hey here's like women and children and regular guys that aren't like big old burly dudes that can practically try to kill joel and stuff instead it's just like yeah, like, yeah.
1: there's normal people just little
0: community of people yeah and the resort it's horrifying because i mean the whole thing it's i guess the idea is like yeah summer and spring this is a great place you get to winter this is awful because yep. there's no <laughs> things that would normally help this resort like it would in the winter and uh, they don't have enough food normally, so they resorted to cannibalism. But the only like a handful of like upper people that actually manage all of this know that it is. So everyone else is just kind of like, "I'm miserable," but at least we're getting some food. What is yeah. this? It's venison, yeah, and it's they don't medicine. know that they've been eating people. And I think they find out off screen because you assume like, "Hey, our leaders are dead." Yeah. Going, that, oh they my they God! There's a bunch of found... bodies in freezers. Yeah, they probably found that. <laughs> yeah and you know they they're just it's you get to see what it looks like to have a religious cult of post-apocalypse and how horrifying it could possibly be and also that the guy in charge ordained himself he was a school teacher i found god after the uh, the epidemic and he's really just a fucking psycho i used to be a pedophile (laughs) no he was he was a teacher he was like a second grade teacher or something. Yeah, but I think the implication was he was also a pedophile. You know, that actually also makes sense. Yeah. 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 No, that that makes perfect sense. He definitely I mean, especially since way. he basically was like going to rape Ellie and he was just like I like Legitimately it when you like, like hands Oh god, that was uh, the 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 set of her chilling the, the machete to the face over and over.
1: But that was dude, that was so
0: funny. They somehow made him more uncomfortable in the show yeah. than in the game, which was horrifying. Like that was just like, gee Like this stuff happens. The full thing you guys saw, all those interactions with him and her, that all happens in the game in cutscenes. Yeah. And you're just like, yo, this is awful. Like her in the cell, like she hit, like bites him, and it's like, my name's Ellie, bitch, and it's just like, yeah. you're, ah, fuck you. And you know, I'm infected. She stabs James. All of that is literally shot for shot with the game, which I thought was magnificent. Yeah. And they they just made it even creepier and more satisfying when she kills him and you're just like oh, yeah yeah dude it, she's
1: like covered in his blood
0: yeah and, and that's why it's satisfying after you know joel's just like you know it's okay baby girl i got you and yeah right when that happens it's the full on 100 percent, i am your father now
1: because he probably hasn't said
0: that since sarah yes so it's like joel is completely changed ellie is also unfortunately completely changed for the worse because of that horrifying experience that she just experienced. So that's like psychologically just yeah, destroying for her mental Yeah, not scars. Yeah, I mean like the whole thing of the final episode when they're going through, like she is out of it for quite some time because she's still dealing with what she had to experience and there's not as many distractions out in a apocalypse. So she had she's like completely stuck in it. Yeah, just basically uh, like completely withdrawn. Yeah. But, you know, you get to the end and we get the full on like, hey, we're going to save you. Oh, I mean, like we're going to save the world. We have to kill the girl. Oh, don't kill the girl. And then Joel proceeds to murder everyone. And they do such a good, like you said earlier with the shots, the the cinematography is There were like a couple
1: shots that really stuck with me. Like one, the the guy who's like literally putting his gun down on the ground and like begging for his life and Joel still kills him. And then... there was another shot that's just like, doesn't of, have time for it of like, well, yeah. And it, like, there's just another shot of like someone just on the ground with just like a hole in their cheek. Cause he shot them in the face. And it's yep. like, it, there was just something so disturbing of the, the a body just like lying. So
0: still with just what seems like such a small wound. And it's like, they're dead. I think the crazy thing too, is when you look at that, just a building full of all these people dead is they were going to save the world. They were going to try. Yeah. And, like, in the game,
1: they were kind of ambiguous as to, like, whether it would actually work. Because it's are just like, well, it might. And yeah. isn't that worth killing this girl for? Because it might work. It might save everyone. And Joel's just like, that's not good enough for me. Like, even if you give me a 100% guarantee, I would not let you kill her.
0: Yeah. You can't take a child from the parent. Like, it's not going to work. Yeah. And the whole thing, too, is... You know, I know a lot of people online, I feel like, have argued that, you know, this was unrealistic of of the Fireflies of being like, hey, is this even going to work? Even if you did find the cure, how the hell are you going to, like, create this for the world? But I think, you know, I guess you could chalk it up to just kind of the storytelling on how that's going to be. But of like how they wrote it, but it's implied like you kind yeah. of have to. I appreciate in the it, show
1: they actually give like an explanation for why they think that their vaccine might work. And yeah. it's plausible. Like I was following along with it and I was like, that
0: might work if it's possible. And the thing is too, cause that's what everyone's saying it's like, it's not possible just when their situation and their state, how the hell are they even gonna pull it off of uh, it's implied that you kind of have to assume that in this way of like, if it did happen, it would have worked and everything would have been saved. Like that's, that's what you have to look at it that way. If you look at it yeah. too, too much in the intricacies of like, is this even site, like? Will it even work? How are they going to get production and all this stuff? Then you're going to get into a whole rabbit hole you do not want to get into. That yeah, is not I worth it. I love it. It's been a debate for like
1: a decade over in the video game section of like whether Joel is a good guy or not. And yeah, that's the, like the that's the main the debate.
0: Show. Yeah, you don't don't get into. It. Is it rule strict that they could make the like the vaccine? It's like, dude, that's it's not gonna. You're going to break your head over on that one. Trust me. Don't do it. That's like saying like, hey, can you make Godzilla real? Like, is that even the... Like, yeah. don't do these things. Just, it's a giant lizard. Have fun. Uh, instead, yeah, it's the whole, did Joel do the right thing? And we already went through that. Everyone that watched it, that played the game, we've already done this. And mm-hmm. in this way, if anything, we feel more justified than we did before. If we were in the camp of Joel did the right thing. Where... Uh, you know, the average person when you're thinking of the needs of the many, yes, Joel didn't do good. But in the game, like, you're just like, he's a parent. What would a parent do? A parent's going to protect their child. You can't blame him for that, especially after everything he did to get there. Like, that's screwed up. And in this one is even... This one just makes the Fireflies look like fucking idiots because Joel did everything, like, brought her all the way over there risked his whole freaking life and they go like you know if he leaves kill him all this stuff they keep treating him like shit complete shit and you're just like even if this didn't happen i'd want to kill you anyway for being a piece of shit (laughs) like pushing me down the stairs like this being like hey get the fuck out of here and stuff but i get like i guess he's like a big deal of like we know this dude's hardcore so they're just also probably afraid of him being like because marlene has
1: probably told them what he can do
0: yeah, so they're they're more afraid than anything. That's why they're just like, Dude, don't, like don't let him, like, do his thing. But... I love,
1: like, one of the last shots in the show is, like, it, and it's in the game, too. It's, like, Marlene literally begging for her life because she's just like, wait, okay, you've already shot me in the stomach. I'm probably going to die anyway. Like, you could just leave me, like, and go. Take Ellie and go. I, I clearly cannot stop you anymore. And he's like, no, you'll just come after her one day. And he just kills her.
0: Yeah, no, loose sense. I get it. And... The other thing being being that they could have avoided all this with just the sheer thing of, hey, Ellie, would you like to give your life to save the world? Ellie goes, yes. And Joel goes, "Yeah, okay, fine. Because she said, yes, you're not going to argue. You're not going to like pull her away and then kill everyone in front of her. She's not going to let you do that. Because like in both the
1: game and the show, they basically like ellie is knocked out because in the game she basically almost drowns and then yeah they both get found by the fireflies
0: this one she gets like flash banked
1: yeah and it's like they i guess keep her unconscious and they're just like gonna go along with the surgery before they even give her the option to be like here's the full story it's your choice yeah and they didn't they were just like Well, what if she says no? We can't let her say no. So we're just going to keep her drugged until
0: we kill her. And it does not go well, obviously Uh enough. And I, for that, for little, besides the fact of, you know, parent protects the child, for the sheer fact of lack of communication with the patient, you know, the person that is going to be the savior of humanity, potentially you don't do that you give them the opportunity to say yes i'll save the world like let me do this thing especially when she says it can't all be for nothing she would have and marlene is right like she would have chosen to give her life but she didn't get to choose and that is a big no-no and that's why the fireflies were fools and then got fucking destroyed by joel um I Dude, think... Even, like,
1: the last shot of the show was, the, like, exactly the last shot of the game where Ellie and Joel are, like, uh, on their way back to uh, Tommy's town. And she's just like, wait. I need you to tell me that everything you told me in the car on the way back here was true. I need you to tell me that the Fireflies were not able to make a cure that, like, everything was true. Yeah, And he says, like, yeah, it's all true. And she's just you can kind of see that she doesn't quite believe it, but she just says, okay, and she just goes along
0: with it for now. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I think this was just really well done in the fact that, you know, the season two, they say that it's going to happen for sure. They already greenlit season two. I think they might have also even said
1: that they might split the second game into two seasons, which I could absolutely see them doing.
0: Oh, that would make sense. Uh, just the Navi... I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> so like, I'm trying so hard not to say it, but uh, I think like I think they said they're not going to film for a little bit, which I think they should hold off if they can. And I know everyone wants like the next season, but for the fact that um, I'll just say that Ellie needs time to grow. Yeah, that's all I'll bit. say. A uh, little bit. Uh, so we need a little bit of an older Ellie um, for season two uh is the only main thing so as long as they can get that done and then i'm very curious who they'll cast for season two characters that we'll be getting uh that'll be interesting for sure uh otherwise yeah i mean that's the thing there's no (laughs) usually when we talk about a show we'll speculate of like hey what's gonna happen next season but But for this it's like
1: all spoilers
0: for for this we already know exactly what's gonna happen and we can't say it so there's nothing else to talk about for this you're just kind of one thing we can maybe say
1: i do love that we got one second of dina in tommy's town
0: yeah you get one second of dina who is dina we're not telling you but she's just uh, like staring at ellie from a distance ellie's like
1: what what do you want
0: I love it. <laughs> just we'll just say that 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 could be uh, an important character later on, but we won't say what her yeah. role is in any way possible. uh Yeah, and I, looking at the time, I do not think we have time for Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, I think we're at a good, good stopping point stop. here. Uh, that has been our discussion on The Last of Us. Overall, I think it was a phenomenal show. Like it is, um, it is yeah amazingly good. Like I expected uh, it to be good. I did not expect it to be this good. Yes. If you haven't seen it and just listened to all this watch it anyway because like i said once you erase the shock value of something you pay attention to everything else that's really well done for filmmaking and this has so much good stuff in it so definitely just check out the like, show
1: one of the few complaints people had was like there's not enough zombies in this zombie show it's like well, that's not really the point of the last yeah, of us
0: that and it's fun it's a double-edged i mean it's, it's kind of like a uh rocking a hard place because everyone always is saying like we're tired of zombie stuff like we're we're exhausted no more zombie stuff and then they go where's the zombies and yeah. it's like the f- fuck do you want <laughs> even though i do get the fact that like cordyceps is a complete it's such a cool they made it different enough that it doesn't feel the same as a zombie that's what i really like about it but yeah. uh they did say season two will have a lot more infected um, which i can hmm. kind of think of the certain areas that they might have that but i won't say anything on to what that is or a certain infected we might be getting in a certain dude, part The episode, you know what i'm talking about do the episode what, with the what bloater, a certain infected we might get oh oh yeah dude in season oh, two, mm-hmm. that'd be fucking crazy but mm-hmm. like do
1: the scene with the bloater in this season like i love how it can't throw spore bombs but it could just like rip people in half <laughs> it just dude it
0: grabbed him and just Dude, by the like, way, oh okay. I they didn't even kill him. I I love the fact that in you know in the game it's a bitch to kill a bloater, but you kill a bloater. In the show, it's basically they just like can't kill the proof. bloater, run away. Yeah, dude. I love how Tommy, or the guy, the
1: voice actor, actor for Tommy, uh, the basically uh, Kathleen's like right hand dude, uh, who basically was just like, I'll I'll buy you some time. The way he died is literally how the bloater kills you in the game if he catches you is he just like grabs your head and just like i didn't even think about that that's yeah Yeah. oh
0: my god that's that's so good
1: like i that's one of the things i loved about this show is there's so many like little tiny like references to gameplay elements that they like kind of throw in there because like like you said for a show they don't really need to cover most of the gameplay because that's the point of playing the game but in the show it's going to be mostly story based but it's cool that they could still find ways to be like here's a
0: little bit of the game in there though (laughs) yeah god it's so freaking good uh but that has been our discussion on the last of us from hbo and it was a good time and uh next week i'm not sure what we're doing yet uh it's gonna be one of two things uh, we are going to have an episode, a two-part episode. So probably two recordings that aren't even going to be on the same day. They're going to be two different weeks, uh, just because we're going to probably have different people on them. But we're going to have a two-part episode for Destiny 2: Lightfall. We're going to talk about Lightfall as well as Season of the Seraph and Season of the Season of Defiance is the current one. Uh, part one, will be- I can tell you right now, part one will be on Season of the Seraph plus the campaign. For uh, Lightfall, uh, story, gameplay, everything, uh, plus like the new destination we have, and if we have time, maybe Strand. Part two will be like all the exotic stuff that goes on in it, um, the raid and some other stuff, as well as uh, Season of Defiance. So, oh, and like more of the UI stuff, like the UI changes, um, weapon loadout. I mean, like you now have character loadouts and everything else. So, uh, there'll be a lot of discussion. I guess think of like part one will have more of the story. And then part 2 we'll have a lot more of the um, just, uh, what, would you, what would you call it? State of life uh, or is it quality of life changes, uh, yeah. I guess you would say. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll have multiple guests. I don't want to say we, so far I have one guest for part one. I'm working on the others, but most likely we'll have two guests for each episode. Maybe w- like one at the least, but two at the most. One to two uh, for each episode. They might not all be the same. We might have someone that's there for both. I'm not too sure yet. So far, we have one. We have someone for part one specifically, uh, but uh, it's gonna be fun guests. Usually, I try to get my friends that I've gone to school with, other people I know that are like into the stuff. In, but right now I'm reaching out to more prominent people that are much more successful than us in this kind of thing that I'm trying to get. And we have one so far of that, but it'll be fun. I'm hoping, you know, it's it's a good discussion. It's a great time. Uh, I was at first even thinking like, well, I need a part three depending on how many people and like how into it we get. I really don't know. There could be a chance of that, but I doubt it. We'll see. If that if that happens, it'll just be a long part two episode where we record and then I split in half later on or something like that. But uh, yeah, that could work. That'll either be next week or the week after. If it's not next week, uh, we'll do an episode on the Super Mario Brothers movie along with a maybe creep 3. Because uh, we just saw Super Mario Bros today, we were actually going to do it this episode, which I said earlier. But you know, time—we don't want to overshoot things. Don't like so. two-hour episode again. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll probably do that with. Um, we're going to go either watch. I guess like Creed Three, might go see. Um, so we might throw that in. Uh, otherwise, uh, I will see an update like other movies we were t- going to talk about, Cocaine Bear. Just not going to do it for now. If it's even worth talking about when it comes out on like Netflix or whatever. We'll see, but I think we've kind of missed the window for that. And I've yeah. heard, like, I don't think it might not even be worth doing an episode on anyway. Uh, Ant-Man uh, and Wasp Quantum Media. We're just going to wait for it to be on Disney Plus. We're not going to see it in theaters. And we're just going to put that together with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So there'll be a double feature episode uh, when that happens. Otherwise, uh, movies that we're looking forward to that we're going to probably talk about as they come out. Um evil dead rise uh there's that new um anime i think it's suzumi yeah, uh the Crunchyroll s- one yeah so we have suzumi we have evil dead rise uh there's some other stuff coming out soon too uh but we'll probably talk about those i might talk about scream six i might go see that when i get a chance i might do like scream five and six because i haven't watched either of those yet uh and then uh that's like movies and stuff shows we'll have mandalorians soon enough bad batch and uh i gotta watch the second season of bad batch oh (laughs) i mean it's done now you can just binge it yeah it's all all finished at least Um, it's that maybe south park um and i don't think i'll talk about i talked about shadow and bone before we'll see if i want to talk about that again uh trigon stampede i think and then i don't know if we'll want to talk about history of the world part two i haven't watched that either yet but there's all that Uh, we'll do cut of steel episodes we have two coming up soon enough i don't know if we'll have guests for them or not but it'll be black adam and then shazam fury of the gods while those two episodes coming up uh and then hogwarts legacy is probably the next game after destiny 2 lightfall that we'll talk about james did you buy that yet i don't know if you bought that which one hogwarts legacy no i still haven't gotten that okay i've been
1: uh playing through dead space remastered or remake and dude that game is fucking good Oh, no, I,
0: I bet. I, I'm going to play that after Hogwarts. But I want to get those two done before Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Survivor come out. So, God, that's coming yeah. out soon. That comes out at the end of the month, I think. But yeah. Okay, yeah. So, that's basically all the stuff we'll probably do. Episodes on coming up. Uh, some uh, Like, one or two games. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I mean, Destiny for sure. Maybe when we get a chance Hogwarts Legacy. And then all those movies. Multiple shows. So, there's plenty of stuff to populate. And like I said, I'm working on getting more guests for more stuff uh destiny 2 lightfall will be like the first of that and then from there we'll see for cut of steel and those other stuff maybe not the movies specifically but more like uh maybe the games and the tv shows more uh, like star wars stuff and everything else i can possibly get guests on but we'll see how it all goes uh but that's everything hope you all enjoy it and we'll catch you next time so long thanks for listening oh wait oh my god sorry guys i almost forgot (laughs) uh if you like the show, uh, subscribe on uh, Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, oh, <yeah. laughs> and uh, TikTok at Talk, all one word. And you can email us at SutraSideTalk at gmail.com and send us feedback, comments, any questions you want us to read on the show. And if you can, subscribe on whatever platform or, uh, whatever platform you are listening to or uh, watching on. So YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. If it is Apple Podcasts, please give us five stars. And if it is Spotify, please rate us. And if it's YouTube, give us a like on the episodes besides subscribing. Uh, And now that is it. Catch you all later. So long. See you next time.